Oh, not me about to say, welcome back to Baffled. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome back to the 20 something club podcast. Did you um, introduce that it changed? <laughs> I put it at the start of the well, Actually, I like the Stephen Hawking start that Steph has. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was cool. I actually liked that. <laughs> it was a last ditch. I like, literally put it on TikTok and then like did the, <laughs> the speech and then downloaded it and put it at the start. <laughs> That's so good. Wow. That is so clever. Hey everyone, welcome back to the 20 something podcast. I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to the 20 something club podcast. My name is Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were introducing everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that can be our intro. <laughs> that could be a funny intro. <laughs> Yep, no, that's it. Just <laughs> keep on. I got it wrong. Let's say 20-something too. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the 20-something club podcast. Woo-hoo. My name is Ben. I'm Jay. I'm Jamie. And I'm Steph. And, guys, episode two, we're back. We're back. After an amazing success story from our first episode, we're back for some more fun content. We had... 40 plays last week, which I think is pretty good for, like, a first episode with, like, nobody's on it. <laughs> True. That is um, Just want to give a massive shout-out to, like, all of our friends and family who have listened and supported and liked and shared and all of that. It's been um, actually really nice to see how much, like, love and support we have around us. So I know we talked about last week trying to film or record once a week. We have extended that time a little bit. So I haven't really checked in with you guys in probably over a week. So how's everyone going so far? We've sort of been on hiatus, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. We got cancelled in our first episode and then we needed a break. (laughs) (laughs) It was so exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Um, Things are sort of opening up again. In Victoria, so, but it's all sort of happening very fast. So mm. we'll, we'll see what happens. Very, to be honest, like I'm a bit hesitant still to um. So I don't trust people. Mm. So, um, but we'll see. With 1,900 cases a day, still like it's, it's very daunting. And, like we went in with one. Case, yeah. So. And I get I get that we're different now, but um, it's still scary. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But um, this week my brother tested positive to COVID. Um, so we're in a two-week quarantine. This is day six, day five, day six. Mm. Um, so we're going to miss out on the first week of restrictions easing. But fingers crossed, my mum, my dad and I all went and had tests this morning. We tested negative, which is awesome. Good. Um. So hopefully if we continue on this trend, my brother should start testing negative about the end of the week and we'll be back out for bottomless brunch with the girls next weekend. Yo. For your birth. Hopefully. My birthday. Oh, my God. Gosh, exciting. And that also means that you weren't making out with your brother as well or that's I you would have had the actual um, thing. I mean, you would be positive <laughs> if you were. Yeah, exactly. And it just sort yeah. of proves that I'm not an ancestral being. Anyway. Uh, Jamie, how was your week? How's your week been? Um, well, I am currently in Hell Week of Uni. It is the last week of classes, which means mm-hmm. all the big assignments are due. Um, but 
in a more positive outlook, it is my last week of my degree. Yay! Um, Holy shit. A degree I'm not going to be using, <laughs> but it's nice to have anyway. Jamie, I didn't um, know you were doing an arts degree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how you look at it. Um, sorry, to, I'm doing an arts elective first year. Um, we were just granted an automatic two-day extension for no reason. Love that. <laughs> so, um, no, yes, I enjoyed my course, but sadly I just realised a little too late, as us all 20-somethings do, that I made the wrong choice. Yeah. But that's so exciting. I didn't know you were this close to the end. Um, Like, of my life or the degree? <laughs> <laughs> that is up to how you would like to interpret that. No, yeah, neither did I. I feel like... I shouldn't be allowed to graduate. Like, if someone asked me what's one thing I learned, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, you've diagnosed all of us at least three times. Yeah, I actually think every person I meet, I automatically diagnose them with a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's says a not- lot about society. Yeah. Anyway, Ben, how was your week? Yeah, it's good. Um, kind of opposite to Jamie where it's like, or not really actually, where uni is busy but I'm kind of on the other end because I also help uh, tutor and teach at university so I'm kind of on marking mode and Uh getting material ready to go um, and also all of my own stuff my own research on top but it's been what you're saying is you're better than us Mm. I didn't know that we all knew that though (laughs) (laughs) what's been your favorite um class to run I have really enjoyed, um, so I teach into a first-year neuroscience course and the whole point of it is to give a little taster about everything neuroscience. So rather than, you know, specific cognition or specific movement pathways, you do everything. And I really enjoyed, you know, kids trying to be like, oh, I like this and I prefer this. I say with full enthusiasm as I can see everyone being like, what the fuck is cognition? And everyone's so excited in first year. Like everyone's like, oh, uni. It's like, it's a good. Um, yeah. First year's like, oh my God, uni bar. Oh my God, my own timetable. And then you're like, oh, assignments. Gross. You know, you get timetables <laughs> in high school as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair. Oh, no, but I mean, like, I mean, I mean, like, you've barely got any contact hours. No, you got heaps of contact hours. You were expected to be at school every day. Yeah. I remember when. I first, like, enrolled into my university. I got an email saying that we were expected to be available, make ourselves available from 5 a.m. till 9 (gasps) p.m. Monday to Friday. And I think some Saturdays, maybe Saturdays was included in that too. No way. Yeah. So, like, we had to postpone our jobs and everything. Like, uni was number one. (laughs) Even I don't have that commitment. Your degree is so different to mine. I'm barely on campus. Oh, no one had that commitment. (laughs) Yeah, yikes. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's good to see that we're all doing well, everyone. Um, I think we might just jump into our first and favourite segment. I guess you guys are expecting this one, but, you know, sometimes in life I'm just baffled. Like, oh, things don't make sense. And sometimes just, or all the time, Ben. Oh, all the time. <laughs> and I just want to say, like, I'm confusioned. As this is yeah. your fifth try at the in- uh, intro. come across as confusion (laughs) (laughs) the one we're going for (laughs) so I'm baffled that no one is obsessed with bubble tea or boba as I am you're a white boy correct 
So do you like it then, G? Yeah, I like bubble tea. But, like, I'm not, like, dragging people across coals just to get some. <gasps> Can't relate. My friend tagged me on Facebook that Woolies are selling char time things now. And I, I cried at my desk. Yeah. I've never tried bubble tea or boba or, like, anything like that. And I see it all the time at, like, when I walk past at the shops and there's always such a line. It's because it's so good. That new one at the, um, the shopping centre, when it opened, it was, like, a line went all the way around the corner. Did it? I was like, why? Like, I don't see how, I don't, sorry, Ben, I'm going to offend you, but I don't see what's so good about it. I don't like it. I hate it. It's okay. Just more for me, though. And, like, I choke on the balls, and that's not something I use. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Look, as much as I'm going to argue against myself, myself, I understand chewing a drink is weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's the best part. Is that, your, honestly, is that your favorite part of it? Like, why do you love it so much? I just love when the chunky bits go through the straw. <laughs> so you, you like the novelty of it? It's the yeah. taste. Yeah. I like the taste. I'm not a big fan of the milk teas. I just like the fruit tea. So it's kind of like ice Fruity. tea. In all fairness, I haven't had, I don't think I had the fruit tea ones. See, I'll have to get you one. Okay. I'll fly, I'll fly to you and we can um Done. go get Also, one. bubble tea is like a massive thing in because Australia has such a high multicultural exactly. um, society. Mm. And that's why there's always massive lines for it as well because so many different kinds of the bubble teas. Yeah. But um. I think, uh, is it Jamie that mentioned that has things that you chew in it? Mm-hmm. It's balls. Like, yeah, most countries actually okay. have things to chew in them so you get that extra, like, vitamin or whatnot. Mm. And I, I just love it because it's, like, like Ben said, the novelty, something different. But novelty. also Korean flavours, yeah, Asian flavours, <laughs> love. Um, so novelty, ah! Yeah, oh, my gosh, that would be a fun bubble tea shop, novelty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is my baffled. So okay, I want to go next because I I don't understand how this stuff works. It's another technology related one. I'm obviously very baffled by technology. <laughs> Being the youngest oh. one here, you <laughs> <laughs> think it'd be the opposite way around. Calculators. I'm sorry. How were they made so long ago, and they can just do any mathematical equation ever? Oh my god, you're right. Like, well, I, I can't deal with them. I actually, like, and the, not the phone ones, like the, the little handhold ones that are, like, I, I've had since I was, like, born. And present. it just does all the math. I don't get it. Whoever made it is a genius. I feel like I also don't understand it, but like, do I just don't argue it. <laughs> <laughs> I've truly never thought about it while I'm using one. Like, oh, my God, how does this work? But, like, now that you mention it, for sure, that's confusing. Like you can put in like 3,552 times 64,329 and it's just there. To be fair, some people can do that in their brains though. True. And isn't it because of um, like obviously all the formulas put inside the CAS calculators, but the other calculators behind the buttons, it just has all of like the connection, like sort of like a train a train track and how all the train tracks are connected, but all the buttons have the, like the wirings to just shoot through to each number and then they just put them together. Yeah, I get that. But I don't understand like the computational methods. So like, yeah, like what Jamie's saying, like it can obviously, if I push a number, it's going to appear on the screen, 
but what how does it do anything with that yeah, and it's like so small and compact like you know what i mean and I, just, I don't it's skinny um i just don't understand it just baffles me so much and i'm very grateful for them though because i don't like doing math and i will literally do one plus one if i'm in some kind of math test just to check yeah i do the same Anytime to like flex using your calculator. Actually, Jamie, speaking of school and calculators, my baffle has Ooh, also to do segue. with school. I have a lot of segue. Okay. My baffle is, um, well, as you all know, my English is um, pretty how you going. <laughs> and um, I still to this day don't understand the use of a semicolon and a normal colon. Oh. So why is it called a colon? That's another thing. I mean, don't want to talk about that. But, like, every time I use, like, I sort of get a colon sometimes when you put the two dots and you sometimes follow it by something. But a semicolon, what, what do you mean? I put it in the middle of a sentence to extend it. But, like, I don't. I sometimes add a comma and then it says it's wrong. It, it doesn't just baffle me. It hurts my head. But also to think about that I was never taught this properly. Yeah. I'm 24 yeah. years old and I was yeah. never taught the very basic part That's of English. very true. But I didn't do bad in English at school either, so, like... Mm, I agree. A- anyone have help? I can tell you the difference between a colon and a semicolon. Like, a colon is used for when you're listing things after, like, a sentence. I know that one. And a semicolon is, obviously like, it's when you put it in the middle of a sentence to, like, continue a sentence and not end it. I think it's... Why doesn't that? A lot of like the two sentences are loosely related, but you don't want to full stop it. Yes. What? Why do we need? Well, I don't know. That's what it comes for, isn't it? Yeah. I recently had to do a creative writing course, and this was one of the questions that I even I asked. I was told but I'm not dumb. <laughs> yeah, I was told that a semicolon joins two independent clauses. Yeah, but so, what are they? Like a sentence. So two independent ideas. Well, why don't you just keep them as two separate sentences if they're independent? Maybe it wants to be a big sentence. But they're <laughs> independent. You're not forcing dependency on people that are independent. <laughs> I, I just, I, I think that it's something in the English language that is used to maybe spice up something or make some writing formal. <laughs> spice it up. I like that. But it's not needed. Hence why we're not explicitly taught it at school. Or like, you know when you're in like year four or year five and you've copied something straight from Wikipedia because it has semicolons in there and you're like, how do I use this? Me and and all of my publications. Um, I'm sorry, I don't plagiarise my work. That's in academic integrity. You've already got your degree. You don't have to lie now. They can't take it back. (laughs) (laughs) They should. If they take it back, (laughs) do I have to pay for it? I am not... I haven't graduated just yet, so I'm going to refrain um, from the academic integrity, especially with exams being online the past year and a half. Mm. I'm going to oh. refrain from the academic integrity discussion. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I wish I'd gone into a trade than, than I'd gone to university. So. We're a segue, Steph. You're a trade. Um, what? Segue? Segue. Okay, let's see. You're baffled. This because I didn't. I didn't didn't say what my baffled was out loud. (laughs) So okay, tradies make money. 
I don't understand how the economy works. <laughs> that is <my> so <laughs> oh my god, I have that on my baffled list. Like the whole, like why can't we print more money? Right, thing? I don't. I just don't understand. I don't <laughs> understand inflation. I don't understand yeah. who we like. Is there some big world bank where that we owe money to that just has like infinity dollars? I just, I don't get it. Let's just print more money and make the world a better place. We like the thing that gets me is that. We created the economy. Us as humans created the economy. Why sure. can't we just get rid of it? <laughs> I feel like that would not end well. Yeah. Um, I too have no idea about the economy. Everyone's like stocks and this. I'm like, I don't know. Like I get that if we got rid of like the economy, no one would want to work. So like people wouldn't want to do a job, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying get rid of oh. money. I'm just saying let's print a little bit extra. Get the people that are homeless off the street. Let's pay off people's debts. Yeah. But how are you going to keep that running? I don't know, but it just... It's a, it's a good short-term to... idea, but the economy needs to be an economy to live off of the economy. Well, so you need to have people was... still putting stuff back in. And it doesn't can't... make sense to me. Yeah, no, that that's kind of a detour. Like, I understand that, you know, people need to be in debt to have jobs to, like, so that the world runs. I, I understand that. I just don't understand who we owe money to like the government yeah. is well, however many billion dollars in debt to who yeah fair like, really, like Australia's and in debt but like what does australia owe are we not in debt to ourselves yeah just get rid of it um, right in debt to other countries um all that like but every country is in debt to other countries so if we just buy yeah. the debt but it's also based off their own economy and how their economy actually produces products. If they don't produce enough products to put up for import, then they're going to go into um, economic doubt. Whereas if you're producing more, then you have more to sell, more money to actually make, hence getting out of um, that. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. It's, it's gone over <laughs> my head there, babe. It looks like Ben's sort of getting it. <laughs> I was getting it because in my head I was like, that makes sense. Like, I like eating rice. Other countries And then I kept thinking about rice and I want satay. Okay, example. Sorry. If we had um, another massive flood in Queensland, okay, yeah. where Queensland is a lot of bananas. Yes. Our bananas... We don't sell enough bananas or harvest enough bananas. Our banana industry isn't going to be making as much money. The Australian banana industry is going to be put into debt because of that. And that adds to the Australia's debt. And in all of the imports, exports, sorry, that we have contribute to Australia's debt because they're Australian products. If we overproduce, we can't really upsell as much because um, people won't buy it but we can reduce the, the price of them and still have the same amount of um, money coming back towards us. Guys, I didn't even study, like, any <laughs> stuff at school. You know I thought people just knew this. No. Just for, Ben's had to um, mute himself and turn off his camera because he's literally... I am crying. so sorry. <laughs> Is that, was Ben's comment racist? <laughs> I like eating rice. No. I Ben got rice from. No, because we were saying that we like other countries import goods into Australia. So I was like, I don't know. Export goods into Australia. Oh, export. Thank you. Yeah. 
And then I got on a rice tangent and I don't know, I went south. Sorry. Okay. Right. So, so Steph is baffled about um, being alive. Cool. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I just think, I don't understand the economy. And if Hank Green can't explain it to me on TikTok, then I'm, I'm just a lost cause. I reckon let's jump to our next segment of today's episode. Now, I am not 100% familiar with the background to <laughs> content, so I might introduce it and then metaphorically pass the microphone on. So this next one, we're going to be talking about things that are quite troubling in, you know, the lives of 20-something-year-olds, all about relationships. And there's a particular name I've got written down here, but I don't know. So I might just be like, hey, Jamie. You're up. Go for it. Um, so this segment is called the Maddie J segment, inspired by Steph and I's relationship um, experiences, uh, formerly named by G. Um, it is called this because I have an obsession with men named Matt. Woo! Nearly every man I've ever liked has been named Matt. And if your name is Matt, I am attracted to you so much more than any other man. And then we like Matthew both- from the Bible. Oh my god, yeah, he was my, the best one. He's my favorite Matt. Mm. Hashtag um, you team Matthew or team the other gospel guys. Sorry, as you were. Luke, <laughs> Mark, and John. Um, I went to Catholic school. Um, so and then Steph and I have both had all our traumatic experiences have been with people named starting with the letter J. Mm. Um, so, it seems to be like there's some kind of thing in society where Boys with J names. Not all of you, not all of you, but there just seems to be a pattern. So this segment, um, G has come up with the great name of Maddie J, our beloved bachelor boy. Okay. Who was actually rejected in his first show when everyone thought he was going to win. So this is sort of looking at the idea of relationships that don't really work out. So. Yeah. Like I said, Steph's a nice experience. <laughs> <laughs> Just paying homage to the people that made us yeah, who we are. You know things, don't, things don't work out sometimes and that's okay. It's character building. So from the list, we're going to go with the question of can you move on from someone without getting closure? I feel like a lot of us, Ben, I can't speak on your experiences with relationships, but I feel like, we okay, we can all speak on moving on from someone without having you know, closure. So, you know, the final conversation of why it didn't work out or I don't know, I, I that's the only real form of closure I can think of right now. But, you know, I that's think we've all had an experience in it. So we might have some advice, some wisdom, if you will, that we can impart um, mm. or just a sub story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I was actually going to ask that, like, because, um, again, we're looking at the word closure and someone's put it in quote marks. So how do we kind of see closure? You know, like, I like how you said that, Steph, like having that kind of conversation about, oh, well, you know, X, Y, Z happened or I'm feeling ABC and unfortunately mm-hmm. not working out anymore. But yeah. So what are our kind of thoughts or feelings? I think closure is a really subjective um term it's different for everyone and you I think you define it for yourself yeah um and for me my personal experience I always get the the last 
I don't know, we're going to call it relationship. It wasn't really. I didn't get that. I got the whole good old ghost, you know, the thing you get in your 20s. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was hard to start because I was like, I was like, what happened? Was it me? Like, blah, 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 all that stuff that you go through. But then in the end, I think you always, in the end, you provide your own closure. Like I got, I provided myself the closure I needed and processed my thoughts and stuff. And I was like, no. And there's this really good song by Taylor Swift called Closure. And it's all about like how she's moved on and she's better and that she doesn't need your closure. So the song she's referring to her ex in the song and she goes, I don't need your closure. And I'm like, it's so good. And there's also a very good line that says, I'm fine with my tears and my beers and my candles. And that line always resonates with me because I always cry. I love beer and I love candles. <laughs> so for me, I always, when I don't get closure, I think of that song and I think of like, I am okay by myself when I provide my own closure in that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. really mature, that idea of knowing what closure is to you rather than tying it down to the two people involved and how one person can show you closure because if if they don't understand what kind of closure you want how are you supposed to expect them to to impart that closure and yeah and that's the thing like I feel like you can so easily be disappointed by the idea of wanting closure you'll go to this person for closure and they just won't give you what you want so well not what you want but what you need your soul to heal because closure is something different to them or, you know, they had different ideas on the relationship. So you, they don't need closure like you do, you know. So I think, as Jamie said, you've got to create your own closure and it's hard. It is so hard. I mean, if Taylor can do it. Yeah, just <laughs> Taylor can do it, I can do it. Quite hard if no one has noticed yet. I, I feel like um, I won't speak for Steph, but I think we have the same sort of, idea um we prefer to be not controlling but we like to be be in the position where if a decision is being made or something's being discussed that we have more what's the term i'll go with control in the situation so if you are trying to get closure because you can't control how another person feels Mm -hmm. or how you want them to feel if you're feeling one way and they're feeling another like you can't change that Mm. Um, from my perspective that idea of trying to get closure out of that Mm. it's like well what am I trying to do what am I trying to achieve here when in actual fact you should just be looking after yourself and trying to figure out what you need but in saying that that's so bloody hard you can't just bloody do it no and it's not something yeah it's not like black and white or like I have closure no I don't it's a process that's like on a continuum oh for sure there's things that have happened to me like well over two years ago now that I'm still trying to heal from they're still trying to move on there's something that happened to me coming on eight seven months now and you know still like healings healing's not linear either healing goes up and down very frequently but just speaking on what Gerard said like the idea of getting closure is great but how many times do you create this scenario in your head before you approach a situation you have your ideal income income you have your ideal outcome um, because it's what you're making up in your mind mm. and you're disappointed because that's not what happens. The conversation doesn't go that way or you don't get to hear the words that you want them to say. So 
that what the kids call manifesting? I think that's what the kids call delusional. No, <laughs> no the kids both. call it manifesting, the adults call it delusional. Mental illness. Hmm. But yeah, it's an interesting topic because, like, I don't know, this idea of closure, it's, you've just got to move on it at your own pace. Um, mm-hmm. And moving on is sort of, I wouldn't even say closure, but just understanding that you don't need that other person anymore mm. and trying to picture a life without them. I think that can be a process of having your own closure or whatever you dwelled upon, how you can flip it to not dwell upon it anymore. And I think that can be the aspect of closure. But I, I still think if that's what closure is, you still need it to move on. If you need to um, physically wrap up all their things and put throw them away or um, see a therapist and to talk about things or however you want to do it, I still think you need it to move on or there's always going to be that mingling thing in the back of your head being like, hey, I never addressed this. Yeah. Hey, I, didn't, I never had something to do to really acknowledge that what's happened has happened, but it's ended. Ben, did you have anything you wanted to add? I guess so, yeah. I mean, I've, you know, been in a relationship that lasted quite a long time, um, which unfortunately ended. With God? With God, with Jesus, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, with my partner. Um, it was probably nearly about three years, actually, in the end. Mm. Um, Shit. Yeah, it's a very long time. But I think, you know, how we kind of handled it was it was essentially just a conversation that was like, okay, well, what do I want out of this anymore? And, you know, what do they want? And it just didn't kind of line up anymore. So it just became friends. So um, I guess the, the the journey that I undertook was we kind of remained friends and did and still did a lot of things actually together with other people. Um, but it kind of just stepped away. And um, so, yeah, I guess the closure that I got wasn't really... Like, I need to just tell you everything about how I feel and be dumb because it was kind of like we were, I don't want to say, like, encouraging each other to grow apart, but we were kind of, you know, proud and happy for us to pursue our own things in our own independent ways. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, the closure that I got from that and seeing them move on to other things other people kind of like to me was like okay you know it was great and I wouldn't have changed it but again very mature yeah Yeah, I was gonna say I wish I could be that mature it also showed a lot of respect for each other I think as well Um, no nasty like breakaway it's very healthy Mm, yeah skinny if you will (laughs) like it sounds really like shit on paper but I we the conversation was like you know what I think we have to be done and the next day it was cool how can I support it let's go like yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's like if you were just trying out a new job or something like hey I'm equipped no it's not ignore me <laughs> I do all the time don't worry <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So I think the consensus is you can't move on without having closure. Yeah. Well, like you, you shouldn't have to try and move on without having closure. 
Yeah, but you're, the other person isn't the one who has to necessarily give you the closure. Yeah. I think that's what we've come down to. Yes, therapist. What, what I was going to say when, like, G was talking before about the idea of, you know, sometimes having a chat is great with that person, but even talk to your therapist. I was going to jump in and just say, even just reach out to a mate. Like, yeah. I'm assuming you're going to have them to do that. (laughs) Well, hopefully you've got us three. So yeah, reach out to us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It goes without saying like sometimes even just, you know, putting feelings into words makes the difference or into tears, beers, or the other thing that James. Candles. 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 I wish you made it right. Tears, beers, and. Will be on my grave story. First years. I was going to say. Queers, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. I reckon we should jump into the next segment. Um, this segment was coined by Jamie. So our next segment is called That's So 20 Something. Um, so we're just going to talk about one thing that isn't very 20 something. Um, that's not very characteristic or something that you probably shouldn't be doing in your 20s, I guess. And then we're going to be talking about something that is very 20-something, whether that's like I went to Kmart and I bought an air fryer and then that night I got blackout drunk with my friends. Oh, I love that. Um, Question, Um, Steph, Mm. what if we really don't live out a 20-something life? What? Can we do that so not 20-something plus? Because <laughs> when you were like, oh, I bought a uh, Kmart air fryer and then I got drunk with my mates. Me, I bought a new pot and then I went to sleep. <laughs> that's so 20-something that's though. Still, that's still very 20-something. I was thinking like that's so 20-something. Like I Snapchat stalked the guy I like. I feel like a lot of people do that in their 20s, True. but they wouldn't do that. Your 20s are very like all over the shop. You're not a teenager, you're not an adult. You enjoy stalking guys on Snapchat and you enjoy buying crockery. Hmm. And being a feminist, being like, you don't need no man. Like, (laughs) oh, I like this. Let's, I like this. This is good. Well, my 20 something thing, I think, is. So it's my birthday next week. I'll be 24. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple of weeks ago, my nanny um, posted me out my birthday present and it was this beautiful set of pots and pans. And the like the pot and pan like part, like the metal part is, see, this is not very 20. I don't know what it's called. Um, It's black. And then the handles are like a beautiful like wood color. Oh my gosh. I love those pots. Oh, so I saw them smooth? On, They were advertised on the Today Show. And then she called me and she was like, do you want these for your birthday? And I was like, shut up. Stop <laughs> it. They're like, shut up, man. Come on, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, no, they're like the pots and pans of my dreams. So I was very excited about that. And it hasn't been very long since I've started getting into houseware things. So mm-hmm. it's all very exciting. Oh, that's awesome. I love those pots. Yeah, they're really pretty. Thanks, For me, well, I think Ben can attest to this as well. Uh, I sort of, I'm either doing something that's super old or super young, but not like having a dummy or anything like that. American <laughs> listeners, that's a pacifier. Um, wow. 
for me, I think I've been hooked on Fortnite. Yo, let's go. Like, I used to give it so much shit for Fortnite. I was going to suggest to you that you guys still play Pokemon Go. Oh, no, but that's a life. I do that to get my steps up and be skinny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah being skinny. Go I do 50k skinny. every week. But, like, that's good. That but, good. yeah, Pokemon, yeah, that's... But I think more my excitement for Fortnite as well. Mm. Pokemon sort of died off, and I think I have, like, an addictive personality where I just jump on, like, things. But I don't know. Killing someone... In Fortnite is very like the adrenaline rush is, is there. Oh my god! I am... also playing with your friends. It's just I don't yeah. know. It's like I'm That's back what... at school again, playing games in the classroom. That's what I was um, gonna say. Like yeah. playing with other people is so much better. And every time we play, like we could be doing, um, I was gonna say quads instead of trios, but squads um, with Jamie and Steph. It, it's yeah. just it, the good thing about it is you don't have to be good. Nah, it's, it's, all... it's, it's good when you get better because like, then you kill people. But <laughs> it's it's just fun having a bit of fun, hiding in a haystack. And I, I don't know, it's especially in lockdown, it's given me like a uh, little, little something to do. So that's something that I've been. Can you put Fortnite across platforms? Yes. Mm, yeah. Okay, when you I just join uh, specific rooms. Yeah. But you'll be better because it's easier on um, computer. I have a controller as well. Ready to go. Okay. What about you, Ben? What is something 20-something that you <laughs> don't do as a professor? Yeah. So I'm dumb. Are we talking about something that isn't very 20 Whatever you're buying. Yeah, start with that. Okay. So I was going to say that I like to go 10-pin bowling. That's lame because I think everyone does that. That's like my favourite yeah. thing to do ever. But like something that I do that is not something that a 20-year-old should be doing is I still send Snapchat streaks. Mm. Oh, I thought we wouldn't go with crocheting. Oh, and that. I really <laughs> love crocheting. <laughs> crocheting is my... Actually, You've done a whole bloody blanket. It's almost finished. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> you went with the other one instead of crocheting. Well... Crocheting is a lifestyle, um, so it's a bit different. So the is people that are retired. So does that mean so I'm either like this, you know, twelve year old child or eight year old grandma? So do you get to get someone to send your Snapchat streaks when you're away? Oh, I definitely did that. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> I change the password to something really easy and be like, here it is. Um, it would be like just open and close it, and then I would let everyone know that it's going to be something different. Just give me someone different, don't worry. So, yeah. Did you ever, like, end a streak to be passive-aggressive? <gasps> I have done that. I love doing that. It's, like, my favourite way of saying, leave me alone. Yeah. You're like, we only had five, but now we have none. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. That's so get closure, people. <laughs> closure. <laughs> the closure is closing our streak. Bye. Yeah, done. <laughs> I'm going to go on to my knitting now. Oh, <laughs> angry crochets like, sorry can't play Fortnite. i'm just too busy knitting <laughs> i would shoot you Fortnite is more important Fair. what about you jamie you're the youngest person here you could probably dabble in 14 year olds yeah oh sorry um something very t- oh i don't know did, no not in like not very 20 is i signed up for a half marathon oh my god um, so what? I will be doing that in December. 
That's so um, exciting. I think that I was very think... 20-something of you as well. Like, yeah. Is you it? know that your life's ending, so you want to do something good. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I'll be raising money for Beyond Blue. Um, Link in the bio? I haven't posted it yet, but I Link will. as soon as she's figured it out. Yeah, it's really confusing. Um, so I don't know what category that falls into. You may decide. I like and that then- one. Um, before you keep going, do you want to explain what Beyond Blue is? For uh, those who don't know. I don't know what the whole, I don't know if I had the website in front of me, but the Beyond Blue is like a, um, a foundation that uh, supports mental health research and access to mental health um, support services, mainly for mood disorders such as anxiety and depression, but they're a really good resource in general um, for a lot of information if you're suffering from um, anxiety, depression, or you know someone who is, or you want to find out some more information. Um they're a really good resource to have. So I will be raising money for them. Awesome. They're also really good with um, uh, like male-specific stuff as well. Yeah. Like they started as a um, male sort of depression and anxiety uh, business and now they've sort of branched out to everything, which is really good. Yeah. So awesome job, Jamie. I like that. And then something, I don't know, I feel like this is very 20, like young 20s, is I was Snapchat stalking boys the other day. I and- Snapchat stalk everyone. Mm. The one I really wanted to see doesn't have their maps on. How do you? Oh, I hate that. Okay. I, my best friend Katie. Hi, Katie. Um, she turned her Snapchat maps off recently, and I asked her about it the other night. So she turned it back on for me. Just like so anyone at home. When someone who has them on, like usually, and like you, you know, if they're off, it's like, what are you up to? Yeah. Oh, I like, think they've blocked me. It intrigues me so much. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it that much, um, but yeah. Well, my younger brother works like next to my house, so if I go on Snap Maps and he's there, yeah, like, oh, he's working. I used to use it for uni, like to see what which of my friends are at uni, but yeah, I haven't been smart. on it for two years now, so it's not that yeah. useful anymore. Yeah, I like using it to see who's breaking lockdown rules. Oh, that's a Ooh, good one. That's a good one. Think of that. Like, babes, if you're going to be breaking the rules, turn up your Snapchat location because I can literally Snapchat. zoom in and see what street you're on. Like, if you're going to be a criminal, do better. <laughs> Jamie's tagline of the century. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, no, right, we're being too, we're not, we're not good at being criminals, we need to step our game up. All right, guys, so on that note, we have completely run out of time this week. We've talked each other's ears off. We've told some yeah. stories. Um, we've cleared up maybe some baffledness, mm-hmm. um, but sadly, our time, for this week, <laughs> our time for this week has come to an end um, no, because as much as we'd like to record four-hour-long podcasts, we just can't. Um, we will be back next week for another episode. Ooh. Thank you for listening. Uh, appreciate it. This has been the 20-something club. Have a Yo. great week. <laughs> it's been so something club. In my head right now, all I have is the goodbye song from the um Big Blue House. Goodbye. Goodbye. Because now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well, that's okay. Because we'll see you very soon, I know.